dangerous at your worst You're deadly at your best, best, best.
years before the coming of the black prophet Jesus. As a matter of fact, archaeologists now admit Africa is where it all began, evidently. It began with an inventive black man, perhaps astounded at the beauty of the universe around him, as his tribesmen worshipped the divine manifestations of that beauty in all things. The sun, a rock, the lush tropical trees of the jungles. So he began to beat on a log, just jiving at first, but high on all that beauty and what it meant to him. He beat that first crude drum to express his amazement, perhaps his joy at his surroundings. It was a very simple beat at first. Then, as my man's understanding of his environment grew, so did his expression of his emotions through mankind's first drum. The log grew larger, changed shape, became a show enough drum, and the beat grew more complex. The cadence was picked up, and different beats began to have different meanings. The expression grew into a more refined art form. Percussion. Music. The fundamental monitor from space to space. Soon, the African developed his natural flair for percussion, for the beat, passed it on to his brothers and sisters when he saw they had the flair too, and a form of communication evolved on more than simply one level. The African telephone of that day did not ring, but beat it into your head. It summoned other tribes from far away to listen to messages of soul with a solid beat. With their hands, with crudely fashioned mallets, then fine drumsticks, they kept on, and with stamping feet and rhythmic chants, they became identified forever with the jungle beat. And there's a lot more to that beat than meets and greets the ear. For then came the white men, with guns and Bibles they came, with greed and lust for human beings to sell for molasses and rum and money. They didn't invent slavery, they refined it and reduced its level of human devastation to levels unheard of in the world. To this land they brought kidnapped Africans, Bibles they didn't believe in themselves, and syphilis. The Bibles and disease did better than the Africans. African princes and queens, our nobility, jumped overboard slave ships to avoid what they saw as the ultimate indignity. Some starved themselves, and the slavers actually developed tools designed to force folks to be fed. Here in slave-trading America, the drumbeat was much different. Feet replaced the gnarled, heavy-veined hands as they attempted vainly in most cases to beat out an escape route to freedom over many dirt roads, many swampy paths. For millions of us, escape meant death. But life went on for many of us. In our misery, pain, and never-ending suffering, we found very little peace, but peace right on. We found some peace in the old spirituals, which was the only music allowed at one time, the only words allowed besides, yes, a boss, please, and thank you. In the hope for eventual liberation, we found joy, and in the slave church, an expression of that joy was beat out with tambourines. Then, in his morning in the fields, the perpetual blues, his brief glimpses at earthly joy, the black man's soul discovered the symbol. And the blues, gospel, and other instruments of music, he wed African tradition, which the slave masters found impossible to destroy, to certain European instruments, to most of them. But the African soul remained with those instruments with a beat, percussion instruments. 
The strings of the bass violin can be plucked or beaten. The piano, a percussion instrument too, with small hammers beating strings hidden from view, as the fingers beat the keys corresponding to each hammer. We gave the world the beat and lyrical melodies of oppression in all its forms. Stephen Foster, with his poison pen, pimped the sorrows and joys of cotton-picking Africans, but like a never-ending fountain of soul, we kept the beat and kept it moving and improving and grooving until today, even though raw soul has been altered to sound like rock and roll, acid rock, the Liverpool sound while living fools clown, don't go for that, my people, because deep in your sun-kissed souls, you know hard rock came from hard knocks. And you are sun-kissed, you know. People of the sun, with permanent tans that do not match flesh-colored band-aids. We are one with warm, tropical nature. If we have to, we can deal with the cold. But you can easily imagine yourself with a bongo under a palm tree, now can't you? Or playing a guitar on a surfboard. Tell the truth, can't you? But try imagining yourself playing a saxophone on a snowmobile. Or tap dancing on skis. No way. Later, when brothers and sisters were sitting around drinking home brew and corn liquor from jelly jars, they picked up spoons. And not having anything to eat with them, they beat with them. Some of us, still today, drink from jelly and peanut butter jars. Seem like it make the stuff you drink it taste better. Try dropping one of those fine, exquisite, expensive wine glosses and see what happens. Then try dropping one of those durable squat jars. Not only will it refuse to break, but its meeting with the floor results in percussion, which results in musical sound due to its unique structure. And our music has dominated this culture and the courage and unstoppable qualities of this indefinable, indescribable beat now begins anew to dominate politics, business, and all that we endeavor to do. For we know that we are the beaters of drums and other things to which we can impart raw soul. We are the beaters, but we will never be beaten. <laughs>